I, I don't feel like there's justice because that Tate's never coming home. Yeah. We, we'll always have that hole in our family. So, you know, whether she got nothing or, you know, ends up being sentenced to max 15 years, I'm glad it sets a precedence. But at the end of the day, uh, our son's not not coming home. And mm. that hurts, you know. Can't even imagine. That is Buck Muir, the father of Tate Muir, talking about his reaction to the four involuntary manslaughter convictions of Jennifer Crumbly. We've had some great discussions about what it could mean legally, but what does it mean for the community? For that, we bring in Lori Borgo, who is a Village of Oxford council member and a mother of two Oxford high school graduates, also an Oxford graduate herself, about how the community at large is viewing uh, this important development. Lori, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm I'm good, and I'm obviously concerned about where we go from here. I don't, I don't think Oxford's travails are, are over because we have the James mm-hmm. Crumbly trial. We've got the civil litigation uh, still ahead and a lot of accountability. One of the things that Tate, uh, the, the, the Buck Muir said in that interview, and I wanted to get your take on this, was the notion of whether or not school officials should be not just civilly but criminally held responsible for a failure to act and negligence. Is there a consensus about that within the community, and what do you think? I don't know if there's a consensus, but um, I do know that plenty of us agree with Buck. Um, it, it is definitely, I would have, if I had a choice, and they said, okay, the prosecutor can try the mother or the school, which do you think we should try to change? Should we try to change governmental immunity or parental I would have said go for the governmental immunity. Um, I do feel like things need to change in in how we allow schools to have no oversight. Uh, Lori, the school says they've made a bunch of changes. You know, I've seen many stories since this incident happened. Do you feel that it's really not that much of a change? I feel like the school has, this school has made some changes, but there are a lot of other schools in Michigan and um, we see that policies and procedures get set in place and that's good enough. And then this happens because there was plenty of warning. The school has a duty to protect all the students there. They told me they only have a duty to protect the students from their employees, not from the rest from anyone else, not from strangers, not from children, not from anyone. And uh, to me, that is not why the state tells them to make these types of policies and procedures in the first place. And it's not what us parents believe that they're doing. Mm, That's shocking. What are parents, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, parents and and students who still have to deal with this, Lori, how are they coping? How How do they do they get together and are they supporting each other? Yes, there's still quite a a community um, of people just trying to find ways to make changes, still um, trying to support each other, support the families um, of Buck and and, of Tate and Madison and Justin and um, Hannah. We we do what we can to try to support them and, and support the community and and keep on moving and keep our kids going it's um it's 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 been difficult but 
it has definitely brought quite a few of us together. In terms of where we are, and, and, and Buck was asked this by our All Talk guys yesterday, about when you look at what's happened in the aftermath of this, and also in the aftermath, notably, of, of the Michigan State shootings, and we have seen some changes in our laws. They take effect next Tuesday. Do you think that as parents, our kids are safer when they go to Michigan schools today than they were on November 30th? I think our kids are safer when they go to Michigan State and when they go to Oxford. I don't think our our kids are safer in any other school. Even with the safe storage law that's going to be coming online, mandating that if you have a minor in the household, you have to take very specific steps. The safe storage law, I think it's a good law in general because that's what would have been tried on these parents if it was in the case, if it was in case law already. Yeah, there's some accountability. Uh, it's not in question. Right. And it's, you know, it, it talked to nearly every gun owner and they believe that you should keep your kids away from gu- your guns away from kids. Um, they keep theirs stored properly. Yeah. And so it, it's just it's just ownership. It's it's proper ownership. What's astonishing is that Jennifer Crumbly testified she thought that they that they stored the gun uh, responsibly. All other evidence to the contrary. Right. I mean, there's a picture of an unopened cable lock that was supposedly on the gun. Um, and a gun safe know, that still had the password zero, zero, zero. Right. Just not credible. Lori, this has been quite a journey from the shock of everything happening to the Ethan Crumbly trial and you know sentencing to, to Jennifer Crumbly getting convicted. I mean, what did you all feel the day that Jennifer Crumbly was convicted? I can't speak for for everyone. I was torn. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to um, feel about it. I, I I mean, I understand that there's so much different in this case, but um, I just it, I I don't know. <laughs> I feel good for the families. I feel good that um, something needed to change, and there needed to be accountability in this case. And I just hope it doesn't bring on prosecutors uh, that are overstepping bounds in other cases. Lori, when she said on the stand, when when, uh, Jennifer Crumbly said on the stand that if, you know, was asked, would would she do anything different? And she said she wouldn't do anything different. How did that hit you? That was the most painful thing I think I've ever heard. I understand why she said it. I tried to have empathy for the fact that it was probably a defensive move. Um, But I, I can't understand how anybody can try to say that they wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that with so many of us were hit that way, understanding that it was a legal strategy, but not necessarily one that would be very popular um, at large. Lori, um, we we thank you for your time, and it's just, um, we just, we, we just continue to pray for healing for you and others in the community of Oxford, because this this road isn't uh, isn't finished yet. Right. Thank you. Yeah, and we appreciate your thoughts on on the immunity issue, and that is something that uh, that we'll continue to talk about here on on uh, AM seven sixty. Lori, do Thank take you. do take care, and thanks thanks for being with us. I wanted to give Buck Meir uh, one of the final uh, moments here because the the interview with All Talk I thought was so interesting, and they asked him a couple of times, "Do you think that this will bring real change and real reform?" And I thought his take was just so insightful.
Well, I think this leads to, I think there needs to be a discussion about it. And here's the problem with our country, not just our state, our country. We can't sit down and have conversations anymore. Our politicians can't sit down and have conversations anymore and, and, and problem solve and represent all of the people. Right now, only extremists are represented in our government, extreme right or extreme left. Those are the only ones represented. I am not represented. I'm a moderate. Yeah. You know, and this is the, this is the problem here is all we want to focus on is guns. When a, when a school shooting happens, all we want to focus on is the guns. And I'm not saying we we shouldn't have some tough conversation about that. And, and maybe there's no legislation that gets implemented. But why can't we sit down and have a tough conversation about it? And I can tell you that I've had listeners call into my show in the afternoon saying, we can't even discuss this. This is not something that's open. We either have to get rid of all the guns. And then the other side says, well, the Second Amendment is sacrosanct, and we can't in any way infringe upon it. There is no, he's right, there's no discussion because the, the political class is so cravenly dependent upon their base. Nobody speaking for the middle. That, no, ex- or the masses. Yeah. Or the majority. Men, yeah. And there are children dying in schools, and there are parents and communities who want change. And we should be able to talk about that. And they're dying because of partisan polarization. Yeah. And the inability for certain people to man up. And that's so sad. Uh, the 745 on News Talk 760. Much more when we return. We know we've got some mild weather out there today. I think we're just going to see a high of 55. May get to 60 tomorrow. So it seems funny to be talking about heating and cooling. Maybe we ought to talk about cooling more than heating as we move forward. But our friends at CNC Heating and Air Conditioning, they're kind of like Lloyd. They're saying, don't worry, the cold weather will return. There will be a frozen boot that's going to drop here. And they want to make sure that your system is prepared. And that starts with two things. First of all, making sure that the Corian family is your first call if you have a problem with your furnace. Call CNC Heating and Air Conditioning. They have certified technicians. They are insured. And they've got a 24-hour emergency line and they're ready to help. And they take great pride in offering unparalleled customer service. That's why their motto is service today, installation tomorrow. We're going to try to fix it. We'll be Johnny on the spot. But if we can't do that, we can get a new system and make sure that you're protected tomorrow. Right now, the Carrier Cool Cash Savings Plan is out there that will give you some significant discounts if you need a new system. It starts with a simple call, toll-free, 800-MY-FURNACE. That's 800-693-8762. They'll come out. They'll give you a survey, find out exactly what you need so you're not overpaying for a system that is too big. And then install that new carrier heating and cooling system tomorrow. CNCHeat.com. That's CNCHeat.com. Carrier, turn to the experts.